Hello, this is Cody Sturgill, the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily broadcast ministry of the Chill Highway Baptist Church. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's so important we put God's Word into our hearts and our lives, and we pray that this message from God's Word will be a blessing and help to you. Jeremiah was called of God. We consider number one the call. We consider number two the excuse. Number three, let's consider the commission. The commission. The Bible says in verse number seven, But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. God had a work for Jeremiah to do. And I just wonder, are you willing to be the hands and feet of Jesus? Are you willing to be the mouth of Christ and speak for the Lord? We must. There was a commission. There was a commission to Jeremiah. There's a commission to the church. There's a commission to you. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Let's hear and heed our commission. Jeremiah was commissioned to the Lord. I love what Jesus promised he would do for Jeremiah. In regards to his commission, thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. He says, you're going to do what I want you to do. And as long as you do what God calls you to do, you're going to be glad. And God's going to bless. The call, the excuse, the commission, number four, the encouragement. How many of you have ever been in a situation in life and you thought, I don't know how in the world I'm going to do this? I want you to know that God stands ready to encourage and help you. I look at things constantly and consistently that in my life I do not have the capacity to do that God's called me to. He's faithful. Look what the Lord says to Jeremiah. The Bible says in verse number 8, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee. To deliver thee, saith the Lord. What do you say? I am with thee. This is a recurring theme over and over in the Bible. Who knows how many times I've mentioned it as I've preached like a hundred characters in the last two years. But the Lord, when He wants to encourage His people, He just reminds them simply, I am with thee. He is omnipresent. He's everywhere present. He is with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said to Jeremiah, don't worry, don't be afraid, I'm with you. Now look, take this literally, folks, because it is. Take it literally because it's as real as I'm with you in this room tonight. God is with you. Always with you. He won't leave you. So he says to Jeremiah, he says, Jeremiah, I know I'm calling you to do something that's bigger than yourself. And had Jeremiah known at this moment all that he would deal with and all he would face, no doubt he would have been extremely overwhelmed. But God said, don't worry. Every step you take, I'll be with you. I am with you. He's with you. God is faithful. The encouragement that God gives us is, I'm with you. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, 6, so that we may boldly say, 
The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Did you hear that? The Lord is my helper. <laughs> what do you have to fear if you got the help of God? Do you think that your problem's big to God? No. But He cares about the burdens you bear, and He's always with you. Jeremiah, as he faced the ministry that God called him to, God sent encouragement. He said, I am with thee. The equipment. Number five, the equipment. How did the Lord equip him? The Bible says in verse 9, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. What did the Lord do for Jeremiah? Jeremiah was given the ability that he needed in order to complete the will of God. It's fascinating to me to see that God has so perfectly designed the body of Christ, the church, that we fitly join together and we have a purpose. Now look, not everyone is the mouthpiece. How many of you are honest enough to say, if I called and said, I want you to stand up behind the pulpit and give a presentation to the church next Sunday morning on Mother's Day, that would mortify you. How many of you honestly say that? Good. Looks like my job's not in terrible jeopardy. Jason, he wouldn't mind. He'd get up here and preach right now. He's got a he's got to preach him a mile wide. And that's good. Well, that's just a sign. That's that's not what God called you to do. Some of you, many of you, have beautiful voices and can sing for the glory of God, and God's designed you to do that. Some of you, God gives special ability with children. Some of you, God has given special ability to earn and provide and support. Some of you, God has give, given extra wonderful abilities with children and ability to fix or encourage or do. I don't know exactly what they all are, but we all work together. It's wonderful. And God says, I need a prophet that can preach. And he touched the mouth of Jeremiah. And God equips us to do his work. God equips us to do his work. The devil wants us to look down our noses and consider some other part of the body less important. But you try to be a mouth without any legs and stand and preach, and you can't. You try to say something with your mouth without eyes and the ability to read, and you won't. And God says that the church, the body of Christ, fitly joined together, and we should be encouraging the other members to do the work that God's called them to do. You see, call to serve the Lord is also a promise that He will equip you. He equips us, He's faithful. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do to me. The equipment, finally, number six, the work. Look what God called Jeremiah to do. This becomes more specific to the area of the prophet and the preacher. The Bible says the work that he's called me, called me to do is this. Verse number 10. See, I have this day set thee over the nations... And over the kingdoms to root out 
and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. What did God give Jeremiah to do? <laughs> Jeremiah had a tough work to do. The work he was going to do began with rooting out. He was going to root out the junk, root out the mess, to root out, to pull down. He said, the Lord said, there's trouble in the ground, there's trouble in the air, root it out, pull it down, destroy. There's a bunch of filth that needs to be taken care of, throw down. When I get in my mind these words, I imagine a big thicket. And in that thicket you have roots and you have vines and you have harmful critters. And so the work that he was going to do, though it was a spiritual work, is pictured by this. He says, you're going to root it out, pull it down, destroy it, and throw down. And then, after you've cleared the thicket, he says, then I want you to build and to plant. To build and to plant. There's six things here that the Lord mentions. It's interesting to me that God has made it clear that the preacher's job is actually two-thirds negative. If we're going to have two-thirds of six, that means four of these things are negative. Root out, pull down, destroy, throw down. And two of these things must be positive. He says you're going to clean up, the, clear out the mess. And then the positive is this, you're going to build and plant. I think it's so wonderful that the work that God has commissioned the prophet, the preacher, to do has never changed. The apostle Paul wrote to his son of the faith, Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, he says, I charge thee therefore before God, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. What was the preaching? The preaching was two-thirds negative. Reprove, rebuke, as one-third positive. Exhort. You tear it down and clean it up. And then you put back what God wants and what's right. And God called Jeremiah to do his work. And God calls us to do his work. And we should determine with the Lord's help to be willing to tear down the things that are wrong and rotten and sinful. And put in its place truth. The seed, the word of God. That it might grow and flourish and thrive. God is faithful. Old Jeremiah, what a guy. We read his book, he was faithful. You know, it's interesting, and I don't mind to say it because it's just true. Jeremiah's life was not an easy existence. It wasn't. They call him the weeping prophet for a reason. Because Jeremiah in his entire life saw great discouragement, and trouble, condemnation and judgment but Jeremiah obeyed the Lord I often like to think about these Bible characters in this way Jeremiah lived literally thousands of years ago three, four thousand years ago 
And there was a length of time in Jeremiah's life that was tough. His heart was broken. And he was weeping prophet for a fact. Like Jesus, he came into his own. His own received him not. Like Jesus, he was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. But I love to think about old Jeremiah. 70, 80, 90, 100 years. I don't know for sure how long he lived. But he'd testify that over the course of the last 4,000 years that he's been in glory, in the presence of God, that every effort that he ever made for God and his glory in obedience to the call of God was well worth it. And God proved himself faithful. Folks, I'll have you know something. We're not promised joy without sorrow. We're not promised peace without pain. But I'll tell you what we are promised. We're promised grace sufficient, joy unspeakable, peace, supply, sufficiency. So we do the will of God. And beyond this life, we're promised eternity with Christ. Hey, look, you'll never regret one day you live for Jesus. And Jeremiah stands as a testimony of the fact that the right thing to do is to answer the call of God and fill the spot that he has prepared for you in his work and for his glory. Jeremiah, if we were to interview him today, he'd say, it sure was sweet to serve the Lord. He's faithful. And God promised he'd never leave him. God encouraged him, equipped him. And he did the work. He did the rooting out. He did the pulling down. He did the destroying. He did the throwing down. And he did the building and planting. And God blessed this man, Jeremiah. I want to follow his footsteps. And I just want to continue to be the child of God that's willing to do the will of God, no matter what it is. May God help us. We trust this message from God's Word has been a help to you. We're studying through the people of the Bible. And I want to let you know of a resource we have available at Chilhowee Baptist Church. It is a sermon series on the people of the Bible. Volume 1, the first 13 sermons of this series are available in full length. You can get those by reaching out to us at chillhowiebaptist.com.